Welcome to Run, Build, Grow, the podcast that laces up its running shoes and dives deep into the heart of the communal spirit of running. I'm your host, Andrew Ware, and I'm thrilled to take you on this exhilarating journey where we explore stories that go beyond the pavement. I'd like to invite you here at the top to help to support this podcast and make it bigger as we all uh, grow on the run and beyond. You can do that. You can uh, make sure to follow or subscribe uh, using your favorite podcasting app, or you can find it at communityrunpod.com. There's the link in the show notes. Share it with your running community as you all grow on the run and beyond. And while you're online, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a rating and a review if you're able to. Uh, It really helps others to notice the podcast, notice how much you enjoy the podcast. Um, And because I love seeing other podcast producers do this, I will read your review in the next podcast if you leave one. Um, So that's something that encourages me to sometimes leave a review and maybe just say how much I love it. Um, Hopefully it will encourage you, even if you don't use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, head on over there uh, and help to grow this podcast. And lastly, if you not only want to support this podcast, but my entire Runnin' Rev Run Club network, uh, I am taking monthly donations over at patreon.com slash runnin' rev. You can support this podcast. You can support my writing. You can support all of the work that I am doing uh, in this realm and in this digital content space. A donation of any amount is greatly appreciated. Unfortunately, I don't really have a whole lot to offer uh, from a Patreon perspective, but I love it when people uh, even still find it within themselves uh, to support this work. And uh, the one thing that I can offer is if you are a Patreon, you will get a shout out in each episode right here in the intro. Uh, this episode, I have Jerry and Amy Frostick, the JNA of JNA Racing. If you are familiar with it here in the Hampton Roads area, uh, director, race directors of the Shamrock Marathon. And I am so excited to have them on. Uh, Jerry and Amy are the reason that I wanted to explore this communal spirit of running. I feel like they exemplify it. Uh, you know, almost better than anybody else. And they really set the standard and gave me the passion to want to share these stories. And so I knew when I started this podcast that I was going to have to get them on really early on. Um, And as you are listening to this, we are about a month away from the Shamrock 8K half marathon, full marathon, Shamrock weekend, March 15th through 17th. Hashtag not a sponsor. I am an ambassador for the, for JNA racing. Um, And because I love their races so much and I love everything that they do. And so I encourage you, you know, come on out. They've got a fun year planned this year. Uh, Get registered. I will drop a link to the registration in the podcast notes. But, you know, I just want to go ahead and let's get into this conversation with Jerry and Amy Frostick. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by the JNA of JNA Racing, uh, Jerry and Amy Frostick. Uh, what a joy it is to have you two joining me today. How are y'all doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. So, so excited. You know, when I kind of came up with the idea of something like this, uh, Jerry and Amy were some of the first ones that I reached out to um, about, you know, just the ideas of trying to promote uh, community and running. And of course, this has just been a focus of JNA since practically the very beginning. So as we get started here, 
you know, you guys are staples in the Hampton Roads running community. You have your own racing organization. So maybe to even define community for you all might be difficult. Uh, but for both of you, what is your running community and, and what makes your running community, the community that surrounds you, so awesome? Oh, I'll start. Um, but I, I think, you know, that's why how Jerry and I got started and, you know, how this race company kind of fell in our lap is community. Um, I met Jerry. He owned um, Final Kick Sports in Virginia Beach, and it was a running and triathlon store. And, you know, Jerry kind of, it was community at a store. People <laughs> went to Final Kick to go hang out and uh, run. And, you know, he had runs Tuesday nights and Thursday nights and Saturday mornings. And um, it was welcome for all, you know, all, all speeds. And, you know, this was back, we're talking 1997. So, you know, I think community really was the background of everything that we've done in running. So, um, you know, I, the races just added to it and, you know, it's always been kind of our backbone as community. So that's what got us started in it. And, um, we're going to finish in it too. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think, you know, just piggybacking on Amy, that's, that's what we did. And uh, again, it wasn't as much of the racing. It was more of, running and fitness and we had groups i mean it even evolved into where we're not just running we did triathlon so we had a we led open water swims on monday we had track workouts on tuesday open water swims on thursday tempos on thursday long runs on saturday long ride so every day of the week we were just playing with all of our friends and inviting everybody every speed uh, we usually ended up celebrating at a pub or a restaurant or brewery somewhere and uh, again i think that's that's it's neat to see where it's continued to grow because it's something that we just did because we were passionate about the community fitness and camaraderie and so y'all talk about you know jerry starting out at final kick sports i know that you all are both were both heaven, heavily involved in Tidewater striders especially in those early years and stuff like that. So what what then became the catalyst uh for JNA racing? Uh again, we were we still are involved in the striders. Oh um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant like before JNA racing, yeah. sorry. <laughs> um you know, and uh, I guess in 2000 the owners of Shamrock, uh Jerry and Lori Bokri came and they had done it 30 years um and were just exhausted, which we're going on air 23rd and i can understand that exhaustion um <laughs> and they wanted to continue going and i think that uh, that they saw how much amy and i loved shamrock and virginia beach and so we would even uh, you know build it up when they still had it we got everybody to run it and so when they approached us about purchasing it you know we blindly said sure how hard can this be we'll just do something else um and then amy's fairly humble um because she was she's really the brains and the beauty behind it and had a marketing background and we just really hit the pavement and just promoting you got to come to virginia beach and run shamrock it's a great weekend mm -hmm. it's the hotels are are less expensive because it's in the off season the weather's great um it's saint patty's day you got to come and they started coming um 
And so it kind of grew from there. We're working with the cities and the city was seeing, wow, now March is filling up hotels and restaurants. What else can you do? And that's, again, when Amy really kind of, that's when JNA started, when we were doing it from her house. And I think she can tell you she got a call from some East Africans that didn't speak a whole lot of English at midnight wanting to do the race. And we said, we got to get an office and do something with this. <laughs> Amy, what about you? What did that, you know, aside from what Jerry's already mentioned, what did that look like for you in the opening days of JNA as y'all are, you know, transitioning from, you know, where the previous uh, organizers of Shamrock kind of coming in and, you know, creating your own identity, one around, you know, this race that has such a, a great tradition in Hampton Roads, uh, but also around everything else that y'all would do for the Hampton Roads running community. Well, I think um, the, the the owners that Jerry and I bought it from, it was Lori and Jerry Bokri. And Jerry Bokri was actually one of the founding members of the Tidewater Striders. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about community, I think that's what he had in mind when he started Shamrock was to, you know, build a community. And I think you'll kind of even see that how we carry that on to our post-race parties. And, you know, it's a celebration of, you know, finishing quite a feat. I mean, you're doing a marathon, mm -hmm. but then you get to sit around and talk about it with other people who've done a marathon or done a half marathon or even an AK one mile. Um, so, you know, I think we kind of took whatever Jerry Bokri and Lori Bokri, Bokri had had as a foundation for our race. And then we just kind of expanded on it. And, um, you know, I think we knew we wanted to grow when Jerry and I took over Shamrock, it was right before the running boom, you know, when we took it over, it was paper applications, which whew, <laughs> uh, that was a lot, <laughs> a landline. So when Jerry says somebody called us on midnight, it was on our, you know, home phone, our landline. Um, so yes, we're old, but, uh, it was, you know, it was, uh, um, something that we hit running and this, and when we took over Shamrock, it was before the huge running boom where it was more of a race. It was more of an elite thing. It was, you know, on your market set, go run as fast as you can. Now running has turned into something that is amazing that anybody can, you know, run a race, finish a race, they get the same medal as the first place person. So I think that's some of the stuff that Jerry and I went and hit the pavement at other races and kind of just spoke about our race and why you should come. I mean, come experience it. Um, and the community of finishing and celebrating afterwards. And we try to continue that on, not only our Shamrock race, but if you've done any of our other races, we continue that Let's hang out. Let's talk about or celebrate what you just did because it's a huge feat. Yeah. And uh, remind, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think y'all are up to 10 races throughout the year. Uh, this year we'll have nine. Nine races. Yeah. Um, and and one of the responses that I always hear about JNA races, and, you know, unfortunately we hear it both in negative and positive lights, is that there is this huge focus on that after race post-race celebration and it's not that a lot of attention to detail isn't given to the race itself um having volunteered and and helped your team to to do some of the races that y'all do i know that that attention to detail goes in there uh but there's a lot that goes into celebrating in these post-race parties and i love that you mentioned that because uh, a lot of times runners can get really caught up in that competitive side of running where it's always you know prs or 
age group awards or overall awards. Um, and so explore that for a minute of, of what's been, you know, kind of that, not just the response from the community, but, but even just the passion of making these races, uh, a part of expressing the, the entire community that happens in racing, you know, along with that competitive side, but to really highlight that community. Uh, yeah, again, and I think we've seen, I think the running industry has changed and Amy and I both uh, went through the start you watch, what is your pace racing. Um, and it's not like that anymore. I mean, there's just mm. the percentage of people that care about, you know, age graded or Clydesdale or quite honestly, age group awards is so mm -hmm. small compared to the the field where probably eight nine years ago you know there was a fairly large price purse at shamrock and mm -hmm. and we made the decision to do away with it because where shamrock is you know four or five weeks away from boston a great tune-up uh the haps a great tune-up for boston but Definitely. your a elites weren't gonna, we're going to boston so we would get your b you know, C plus, which are still very talented runners, but people, people don't care. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we were spending $30,000, $35,000 for 25 people that maybe didn't really speak the language, uh, definitely didn't have the compassion for the community and, and really decided to let's spread that, those funds and get better swag put more into the post-race party so everybody could enjoy it and and i was probably the last one that was saying i don't like that i really we're gonna take some feedback and um we didn't nobody complained about it and they they still they still don't i mean it's i think it's more we try to set it up and air background. If you want in a PR or a Boston qualifier or an Olympic trials qualifier, we get mm -hmm. every year, we set you up a course to do it. Well, all markers are, are, are spot on. Uh, the courses are well-marked. Uh, we take pride in that for the elites. But again, to us, the middle pack is just as important. And then if you've seen any of our events, air hold, staff and committee really rallies around that last place finisher um mm -hmm. they get the louder applause because it's quite honestly it's harder for them than it is for your conditioned athlete to complete the distance sometimes for these back of the packers it's life-changing um whether it's a pr or just an accomplishment so i i don't think it's just us i think we've seen across the country the industry has changed where it's a it's a movement push and mm -hmm. you need to celebrate that you set a goal for yourself celebrated it with people and then accomplished it it's not just the 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 overall running community that we see that we see but also the local running community as well and i think between you know when you look at um the the racing organizations like jna when you look at the the local run clubs like Tidewater Striders, you see this fostering of the local running community and these people 
who are giving back to the community because they've received so much. And so in your time at, at JNA and in your time with, you know, Striders and your time just overall on Hampton Roads, you know, what have you noticed? How have you seen this this sport that you both love? How have you seen it grow? What has that meant to you? Well, I mean, I think it's amazing. I think, you know, we all know that, um, you know, a couple of years ago in 2020, running was pretty much the only sport that you could do. You couldn't go into a gym. You couldn't, it, everybody's sport was kind of shut down, soccer, football, everything, but you could go out and run. And that was pretty much the only thing you could do. Um, so, you know, I think we, um, it kind of inspired us as a company, you know, we would see it outside our office as we were packing virtual <laughs> bags all the time, but it's just so great to see in Hampton Road, so many people running. Um, you know, I have a run group that I run with. They're not, you know, they're not connected to a particular run club, but mm -hmm. we have our own little running community. So I love seeing the little pockets of it. And then, are the run clubs and what the run leaders have done and in Hampton roads, there are so many now. And if you have not joined a run club or have not joined them, it, it's amazing. They're all so welcoming. Everybody's so friendly and doing good things. And I love seeing it. It's um, it's very inspiring. I love having them at our races. You know, we try, you know, to give them all kudos for what they're doing. Cause it, it's not easy either. I mean, I feel like some of them, you know, they're meeting twice a week, three times a week. And that's a lot on a single run club leader. Um, you know, I think you do it and it, it's, mm -hmm. you, know, you love it, but <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, you may not want to do it or you, you know, maybe you had a bad day and you don't want to socialize with 30 people. You want to kind of run by yourself or, um, but, you know, I love it. It's it's um, really been huge for our business. And, um, you know, we, Jerry and I both, we try to embrace it all. We love it. Yeah, I think, again, at this community, I don't know there's another one like it. And and Amy, uh, you know, highlighted the, the leaders. that They're very special people. You know, it's, again, like she said, it's you're giving up your time, whether you've had a good day or a bad day and really making a positive difference with people every week, um, regardless of the pace. I think that's what's what's key. I, back in the day, the run clubs were kind of hardcore athletes where you hammer repeats. Um, now, I think you can go to any, any run club, and if you want to push the pace, they've got people that can push the pace. Mm -hmm. But if you're wanting to... So walk three minutes, run two minutes. They've got people there too. So it's it's very welcoming. And then it's more than just running. I think all the run clubs, that's that's part of the movement. The real benefit is the camaraderie mm -hmm. that you share during a run, before the run, after the run. Um, that's why people are, are coming. And I, again, so I, I, I don't, I, you know, we looked, there's a run every day of the week, somewhere yep. out in this small community that's free that you could go regardless if you're just starting or if you're trying to PR, you could go and be welcomed. And I, I think it says a lot for, for a community and especially 
um, our, our run club leaders don't get enough kudos. And we really hope they recognize the difference that, that they're making in people's lives. And so I want to kind of shift over to, to Shamrock a little bit, because uh, as you listeners are listening to this, we're about a month away from Shamrock, which is hard to believe. And I probably should start training at some point in time, really diving deep into that. But uh, that's a story for another day. Um, but so we're about a month out from Shamrock and Shamrock has just become this quintessential event that happens in Virginia Beach and really has come to almost define the Hampton Roads running area. And I think that you could say that a lot of the events that JNA puts on, that Striders puts on, that that some of the other groups and organizations put on kind of stem and it all kind of comes back to Shamrock. Um, and and a, as we continue to march towards Shamrock, you know, I want to kind of look at what this race uh, has has meant both for you all and for the community. And so as as you all are planning Shamrock, as you and, you know, you talk about back in 2000, the early 2000s, you know, it was uh, it was you two sitting um, in your living room and answering calls on your landline phone and accepting the paper entries. And now, you know, you guys have a full team of of folks who are running all these different things. So, you know, for our listeners, help us to know and understand, you've talked about this great community event, this expression, not just of Hampton Roads, but of running community, you know, uh, nationally and internationally. So what's going into a weekend like this, a full weekend like this? And I know we only have a little bit of time, so, you know, I, it, <laughs> but what goes into a weekend like this? How are you guys getting the planning in? What's it looking like? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll handle that one um, from the start because really our planning, you know, for everybody that, that knows our company, um, we kind of have it broken up where Jerry handles all the outside organizations. So outside as in um, meeting with the police, setting up that party. Well, he doesn't set up the party tent, but contracts the party tent with a staff. And um, so anything that's outside, once the runners are here, Jerry handles um, taking care of the runners. Um, as far as marketing, registration, um, that all falls under my team, which is the inside team. And that really starts the day. I mean, it's actually started for 2025. We have registration <clears throat> that we're testing now for 2025. So um, it's really a year long process for us. And, um, you know, and it builds up our marketing uh, plan is usually about eight months out that we start for the the next Shamrock. But um, it, it's really something that we work on year round with this race. Now, I will say that after January 1st, it's really game on, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, for, as far as every other little detail coming together. But um, a lot of the marketing for us by that point is already planned and, and finished. But, you know, right now it, it's game on for Jerry's team as far as volunteers. And, um, you know, we had a two hour city meeting yesterday. It's, um, you know, I, I think they, that as far as a team with Jerry and I, and then the team that we have below us, I think everybody, has a passion for the for the event and for the sport and for everything that goes into it the community the runners um it, it's just i mean and you know we have a great team i, lo I love it i mm -hmm. love you know every day is something different um and it's just a lot of 
planning and organizing and uh, maybe a little bit too much talking at home about, <laughs> you know, what's going on. You know, Jerry had a long list this morning that he was, he wanted to go through. And um, yeah, so every day's um, just shamrock planning. You know, and Amy talks about, um, it really is, it's a lot of partners, you know, meeting with the mm -hmm. city. Uh, the city loves it. And I, I think a lot, we have, we have almost 1800 volunteers. They love it. We have a our staff of 10 who it works nonstop. We have a committee, a volunteer committee of about 55 people that just give it everything. Um, and when people, we have a running USA conference this week, and people have always asked us, how does y'all's race says keep growing? And why do people talk? What are y'all doing? And you know, I think we joked and wish we had the secret formula, you know, but mm -hmm. it's not. It's really we care and we surround ourselves with people that really care, that see how much we care. Um, and it just everybody has that feeling. So I think not only our events look different, I think they feel different. You know, we got mm. Runners World one time um, said that it's a world class race with a hometown feel and where a lot of people are like, wow, the runners were all calling y'all a world-class race. Well, we looked at it and it's like, well, that's cool, but I love the hometown feel. And mm -hmm. I think that's because all the volunteers, you know, talk about the run clubs and we're always trying to do better. Um, instead of that was great last year, let's do it again. We want to do better. And so meeting with the run clubs, you know, we came up with, we meaning the run clubs, um, having a run club alley. And let's show in, oh, you know, th this event does have <laughs> people from all 50 states, multiple countries that let's all, let's show what this Hampton Roads community is. And, uh, you know, the run clubs just responded. And when you turned on 40th Street from 40th to 37th, it was just packed mm -hmm. with run club tents. And it was actually loud. Um mm. And and people not just I mean people see that and I think that we always we want to be a world class race but we're committed to giving a hometown feel and it's because of the people we surround ourselves with. And I know that there are people all around who come in for this race who just appreciate that so much because it is one of those opportunities where they can come in and uh, you know whether they have a good race or not, you know, once they cross that finish line, even before they cross that finish line, you know, there's so much love and support all along uh, the route. There's mm -hmm. so much uh, support, you know, once you cross the finish line, you know, that area is line, you know, mm -hmm. one, two people deep, and then you get to the big tent and there's just all sorts of fun to celebrate with and all of this stuff. Uh, I know as someone who has run, you know, every, all of the Shamrock races, uh, the AK, the half and the full, um, and then have been wholly a part of this community the past few years now in Shamrock. And now, obviously, you know, an ambassador for you all helping to get the word out in the race. You know, I think that there is something to be said when you create that hometown feel because it then people, they, they want to come to it, right? Uh, they want to be a part of this race and they want to be a part of this race for more than just, you know, one thing or another. They want to be a part of the race because they want that fun time. They want that enjoyment. 
Um, you know, even folks out here in Suffolk are trying to get a hotel in Virginia Beach because they're like, no, I want to immerse myself in the full weekend oh. of of events and and have fun. Yeah. Um, and what that means for folks in in the follow up, uh, you know, a lot of runners, we enter it with that PR goal. You know, it's it's great to imagine jumping in there, not hitting a PR, but still having that opportunity to really have fun and celebrate, you know, even whether it was a great training cycle, whether it was an okay training cycle, whether you hit your goals, whether you didn't hit your goals. Um, and I, I love that run club alley last year. And I was glad that, that y'all are bringing it back this year because that was like sort of one of those lonely parts of the course where there wasn't a whole lot going on in years past. Uh, and again, becomes another expression of, of you all, you know, it's about this broad understanding of community, but then recognizing that there is this really sort of great community right here around you uh, that's also, you know, putting in the effort and putting in the support uh, and bringing them out to help in that way as well. Yeah. And so in the lead up, you know, I'll, I'll kind of toss this question in here just because I think, you know, maybe listeners who might not be from Hampton Roads or, you know, maybe they haven't uh, decided yet for some reason. I don't know why you haven't decided whether you're running one of the Shamrock races or not. Um, you know, what's your you've given us a little bit of information. I mean, what's that what's that final last second pitch to folks to come out and whether it's to run or whether it's to support, you know, what's your pitch to come out and just enjoy the Shamrock weekend? Well, um, we really need Utah and Wyoming to tune in because those are actually the two states that we don't have registered yet. So we're we, every year we have 50 states, but those are our two that we're missing. So um, if Utah and Wyoming could just get on that, that'd be great. Um, but I would say uh, come experience it. I would say Andrew's in charge of the weather this year, and he said oh, oh, no. it'd be great. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I think that always, you know, I spoke to someone yesterday, and she's like, sometimes it's windy at Shamrock. I'm like, it's the oceanfront. And, you know, we're windy 365 days a year. It is mm. There is a little wind. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think – um, come experience, set a goal. You know, I think anybody right now can sign up, you know, even if you have not run or, or done a lot of walking and I think you can sign up for an 8k and give it your goal and you can get that in. Um, it's, it's fun. It's a festive weekend. It's St. Patty's day on Sunday. I mean, it's going to be great. It's we have the, the bands, you know, I know we talk about the celebration. We have two amazing bands that are coming, um, Saturday, it's the Spasmatics. They're coming in from Chicago. It's kind of like a 80s, 90s music. They dress up kind of nerdy, um, just so entertaining, so fun. And then Sunday, Go Go Gadget, who if anybody did Wicked two years ago, it's the same band that we're bringing back. I think they're from the New Jersey area. Um, two great bands. So, um, And if you don't want to run, we have plenty of places to volunteer and or just come out and cheer. I mean, it, it's it's a huge weekend in Hampton Roads, and I know everybody looks forward to it. You know, I think we talked about, you know, the workup, you know, and you had mentioned hotels. I mean, that's another thing is the hotels that, you know, decorate and greet people when they come into the – all the restaurants, they're all, you know, festive and know about Shamrock. So um, it really is that community that um, is not only just the race and us welcoming it, everybody – in Virginia Beach is all in um, Shamrock Weekend. Yeah, and I, you know, and Amy had has mentioned experience um, and community, and I think I think what we're proud of is what 
Shamrock has enabled us to, or allowed us to be able to do with, you know, with the charities even. And where RWB, we have such a strong military presence here that we're so proud of. Um, RWB is the premier charity and they'll be out on mm. the course. Um, Operation Smile, we have a kids event that Op Smile is 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 based here in in, in Virginia Beach. Um, they're doing amazing things worldwide, you know, with this kids race to see 5,000 kids line up and, and run their mile. It's the most, it's incredible. And I think what one of the things we're most proud of is that starting strides program that is with Op Smile Final Mile, where we, there's so many title, there's 17 title one schools in the area here. Mm -hmm. And this year we're in the process of, We've given them free entries. We give them free transportation, and that uh, we've just completed going with um, with Mike Robinson at Run, et cetera, and fitting. I think seven hundred and fifty kids with yeah, free running that. shoes that uh, that we delivered the first batch last week, and 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 to see all that to experience, you know, what, with all the negativity in the world, Shamrock Weekend. It's just positive. Whether you it's, it's, whether you PR, whether you volunteer, whether you spectate um, or run, it's just seeing all ages, all shapes, all sizes of people that are enjoying being together, moving, being outside, and celebrating with each other. So, yeah, if you get if you if you haven't experienced it, um, we're very proud of what the community has built. And uh, we can promise you, you won't be disappointed. And I love that that's become part of the narrative as well. You know, I just um, so when we're recording this, um, you know, yesterday I had an interview with Adam Opstock. For those of you who are listening, you'll have heard that interview. Um, but, we, you know, Adam and I, who is, you know, top tier master's level runner in the area um, and really, you know, went full on at the USATF cross country championships. You know, he kind of talks about this competitive side and, and building community around that competition. Um, but it's also a joy to kind of hear about the the community that's just built around running, right? Mm -hmm. Running, run, walking, walking, you know, no matter your pace. Uh, and, and one of the things that I absolutely have cherished in my time, you know, working with y'all and and being a part of of your community with JNA and and with JNA races, being a part of Hampton Roads. I love uh, at the Norfolk Harbor race, and I've talked about it here on the podcast, of really putting those run club tents right along the finishing straight. Um, and it was on Sunday during the half marathon, you know, a lot of us run some folks from, from my run club, we were kind of still hanging and, and lingering. And all of a sudden, Jerry comes running across the field where the band is just yelling that the last runner is on its way. Um, and, and, you know, trying to get us to come for, come forward and, and, and cheer. And, you know, uh, not that we had kind of forgotten, you know, we were still kind of hanging out under our tent, but Jerry kind of alerting us to it. And then all of a sudden this runner comes through, you know, uh, running into the finish line, just a cheers and shouts and, oh. you know, coming through just receiving that joy and, and, you know, admiration of the entire running community of just getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, and, and I love that that's become part of the narrative, you know, not just at that race, but, but sort of at every race. And I think that there's a lot to be said 
for creating that environment. You know, I know there's a lot of other things that especially you all look at from those races and there's things to pick apart and and ways to grow and get better. Uh, but I love that no matter what, that that continues to be a focus, that the ways that you're looking to improve are we want to continue to make sure that that last person that crosses the finish line from that first to that last, that every single one of them has an amazing experience and, you know, has this great and this awesome time at their races. Um, so don't stop. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I will say as someone who's, who's registered, uh, and, and, you know, I have been training, I am getting ready, um, for, for Shamrock and I will, I will be there. Uh, I think I've told the podcast folks and, and all the folks who are following me, I'll be there all weekend. I'll be at the expo on Friday, uh, Saturday, I'm running the AK. Then Saturday afternoon, I'm back at the expo to, to work the, the J and a hub. And then Sunday I'll be running that half marathon. Um, and then, you know, partying afterwards. And so, I, you know, I think that there's a lot of excitement towards this weekend that's coming. Um, but before we wrap our time up here, uh, I do always have a couple of end of podcast questions. And this is where I say, Jerry and Amy, they not only organize all of these races in Virginia Beach, Norfolk, uh, Smithfield, Hampton, just all over the Hampton Roads area, uh, but they also run themselves. Um, and so let's learn a little bit about Jerry and Amy's uh, running adventures. Uh, so what is your favorite race distance? And I know you probably don't get to race a lot, but just think about it. What is your favorite race distance? Uh, it's got to be the marathon. I mean, uh, okay. the marathon is life changing and uh, and anybody can do it. I mean, I think that the marathon word is just intimidating, but anybody that's done it, um, you'll never forget it. You'll never, whether you race it or walk it, um, it's amazing what your head has to go through that I think prepares you for everyday life's ups and downs and the confidence that it gives you. Because again, I would dare to say that most everybody that's run a marathon goes through making deals and God, just get me through this. <laughs> um, and you just don't think you can do it. But but once you accomplish that, I think it changes your life. And I would have to say, I'm going to go with a half marathon um, and then a close second, a 10 miler. But um, I like the half marathon distance. I like to be able to, um, it, the marathon takes a lot of training. Um, I've, I've done 20 of them. So I, I've, I've, I've done my time in the, in the marathon distance, but I think the half marathon is something where, um, you know, I can still do it. And it's something that, um, I can have a great time afterwards. Last year, we did the Napa marathon or Napa half marathon, and we're able to wine taste after I'm not so sure if I did the marathon, if I was going to be ready to wine taste all day long afterwards. So, mm -hmm. um, I think the marathon takes a little bit, a little bit out of me. So I'm going to go with the half marathon, and then for those people who did our 10 miler, um, which is over Labor Day weekend, I think that's mm -hmm. a great distance because I think in a half marathon, when you get to mile 10, you're like, whoo, I've got three more miles, but you'd be <laughs> done if you did the 10 miler. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Andrew, a quick little note to Amy's marathon PR is on the Shamrock course. And uh, I think she ran 310. Yes, um, before we owned it, I did a 310. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. What is your favorite race? So I'm going to have to disqualify the JNA races for right now. But outside of JNA races, uh, what is your what is your favorite race? New York City Marathon is my favorite. Um, Done it several times, and it's just um, the and talking about community. That's a community mm -hmm. that if you haven't witnessed New York City Marathon and what they do with those different boroughs when you go through it and the community that's out there supporting it, it's um it's a pretty amazing race. So I'm going to go with New York. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that the normal answer is Boston, and you, you can't argue with what Boston. I mean, I think for every competitive runner, it's kind of the Super Bowl, um, and they do an incredible job. Um, I think I would say Dublin. Um, we did the marathon there, and then their kind of goal was to complete the twenty six point two miles. We stayed a week afterwards and challenged ourselves to uh, complete twenty six pints of Guinness in 26 different pubs. And we finished it off with a 0.2 shot of Jameson's in Dirty Nelly's, uh, the, the oldest pub in Ireland. Hmm. All right, now I'm gonna flip this one a little bit from what I normally ask what your favorite pre-race meal is, but I'm gonna flip it for you all because uh, when you guys are getting ready for any of these JNA races, what are you eating to prepare to direct a race? Well, we always say that weekend is horrible. Like for our diet is horrible because <laughs> you have to grab whatever you can on the run. So we're, you know, we're usually, it's not a great weekend, but um, as far as food goes, it was, it's whatever we can get to kind of power us through. We don't sleep much um, as you can probably understand. It's, you know, we get to bed late and then we wake up super early but um, I would say leading up to it, Jerry and I, I feel like we have a pretty healthy diet of lots of protein and, and vegetables. And um, we do pretty good eating up until that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's just continuing to stay moving. Um, you know, stomachs are usually a little bit in knots um, just with everything going on. So it's, it's not necessarily healthy. It's just when you're, it, it's just getting some some fuel in you uh, to continue on uh, to the next day, even. Yeah. Well, and Ollie, I, I mean, one more real quick. You know, I, I you guys talk about during the weekend being so busy and, and you know, probably powered by, you know, protein bars and, mm -hmm. you know, trail mix and, and probably other sorts of things. Um, but one of the other things that I love about it is that, you know, for the community that knows you, um, you are always willing to, if, you know, and I've always said this, I, I feel comfortable, even if it's just saying, Hey, good morning, awesome race of coming up to you too, morning of the race and just saying, awesome job. Thanks for putting on a race. Um, and more often than not, you know, you reciprocated of, of good luck or, you know, sometimes Jerry will even try and get into conversations with me. And then all of a sudden his walkie talkies like, Jerry, we need you. <laughs> um, but, you know, even in the midst of these busy weekends, uh, there's still that, idea of you know being grounded of what this is for of it's for the community and even when it gets to be super busy and stuff's going on you know y'all are still there you know congratulating the runners or giving them you know just short pep talks of of go good job um i think a couple of times jerry's called me out make sure you have fun today um so i've always enjoyed that about about you know doing races with you two sort of at the helm 
Um, the last, the last question. Uh, so you're just going out on an easy run or maybe whatever your go-to shoe is, as you're walking around, uh, running around the city of Virginia beach, uh, what is your go-to shoe? My new one is the Brooks Mac, the Brooks ghost max. Um, I don't know if it is, if anybody's tried that, but, um, I'm a Brooks, uh, glycerin person usually, but I just got the Brooklyn, but the Brooks ghost max that I really like. Yeah. I'm a Brooks ghost man for a long time as well. And, and just, to, to with back to what you said, you don't know how much you and others saying good morning to Amy and I means to us. I mean, bottom line, this is why we do this is, you know, we get asked, are y'all, do y'all run y'all's own race? <laughs> like we'd, we'd love to, it'd be much better to take care of us than everybody else. But to see uh, our friends, our fellow runners and people that take the time to say, great race, thank you for doing this means more to us than, than, you know, and quite honestly, it, it if that ever stops, I don't know that we would continue doing it. <laughs> Well, hopefully, you know, listeners, you're you're interested. And even if you don't come for Shamrock, you know, there is just a a season of races that they have going on throughout the year. I'm going to make sure to have uh, JNA's website as well as the the Shamrock website there in the the podcast notes. So make sure you all check out those and and enjoy this journey. And, you know, Jerry and Amy can't wait uh, for us to to get together. I'm, I'm price to y'all before shamrock but you know we'll see and shamrock's just going to be an absolutely great weekend so we're looking forward to it so thank y'all so much for joining today thanks for having us thank you. i hope you enjoyed this conversation and remember make every mile count